Hey, what's up, sports fans? It's Josh Jones here. My boy Michael Tavira ain't here with me today. It's all good. It's the Let It Fly show, but we got a special edition for you guys. We got my guy Andrew Rogers, co-host of Coffee and Cream with my guy Damon Benning. How you doing, man? You got it, man. Hey, thanks for having me. This good, is going to be man. fun. Yeah, today we got a special one for you. We're talking pure volleyball. We got the uh, Professional Volleyball Federation that's coming in January. We got the, the who, who we got? We got the president. We got the uh, CEO. Yeah. Um, we have the head coach. Yep. And we have Jimmy Burrow. Yeah. Yeah. So I want to, yeah. So Coach, uh, Coach Shelton Collier, Jen Spiker, no pun intended. Mm -hmm. And, uh, but total pun intended. Yeah. And Jimmy Burrow, <laughs> man. How you feeling today, man? I'm excited. That, you know, this is just such a, a tremendous day for the city of Omaha. The announcement of the team name right. came earlier this morning. Omaha the Supernovas. Right. And the origin story behind that, too, is just something special. I'm, I'm really excited to get into it with yeah. these people. Yeah, these for people. sure, man. Yeah, I feel like, uh, for me, I'm like a sports and entertainment guy. And I think uh, the way that um, it's been talked about, the way that I feel about it and read about it, Man, it's gonna be something for the ages. I can't. Mm -hmm. I cannot. Wait. I mean, in the turnout too over at Let It Fly Bar right now. I yeah, mean, there's right. so many people here just to be a part of uh, of this special moment right. in this new thing. You know this. You know the state of Nebraska will show out for their yeah, volleyball, for sure. and it it, <laughs> it proves today. Yeah. seeing the people come through the doors. Yeah, speaking about the Let It Fly Bar, I forgot to mention. Not really forgot, but Michael usually do it. Our sponsors, <laughs> Omaha Steaks. We really appreciate you guys. Uh, supporting us on the show. I Phenomenal steaks right cooked now. right here, right now at the Let It Fly Bar downtown in um, the Capital District. So um, anyway, man, we look forward to our first guest, Jen Spiker, the CEO of the uh, Professional Volleyball Federation. Coming up with you next on the Let It Fly show, special edition, my man Andrew Rogers, Coffee and Cream. Let's do it. All right, back again on the Let It Fly show. Special edition with my man Andrew Rogers. You got it. Cream and coffee edition. We have here with us the CEO of the Pro Volleyball Organization. I feel like I should be better dressed for this. <laughs> yeah, me too. Yo, just be, be, just be yourself. We got snappy. Jim Spiker here. How are you? I'm great, Jen, Josh. How are, how are you? Thanks for having me, Andrew. Good. Appreciate Thank you. It. Hey, is this your first time being in like, I mean, you've probably been back and forth maybe because of work, but Omaha. Nebraska in general. How many times have you been here? You know what? We came in early November um, to kind of scope out locations for the uh, American Volleyball Coaches Association. That was kind of our big reveal. We had okay. a huge exhibit in the exhibit hall, and so we were checking out restaurants for us to host a big party, yeah. a nice dinner, and then I came back again for the ABCA convention, spent four or five days here. And uh, here I am again for the big reveal. Is there a more fitting name than Spiker? Can we like just really like that's <laughs> the it, elephant in the room? Is there a lot of pun intended? No, they, absolutely okay. not. I married <laughs> okay. into this into this family. <laughs> you married into volleyball. <laughs> yeah, I married into right. that. Yeah. Uh, I was a middle blocker at Wayne State University in Detroit. It, yeah, because I know there's and, Wayne uh, State in Nebraska. Yep, yep. And, the Wildcats. Uh, met and married my husband. His last name is Spiker. Okay. I think that was planned. Like, <laughs> you, you were looking around. You, were you, you had your ordained. sheet of values, and like yeah. it was like faith, family, whatever it is, and then it's Spiker at the bottom. Well, and, and I, I will tell you, I coached like my daughter's AAU team for seven or eight years, and every time we'd sign up, I would, you know, I'd say Jenna and Bryn Spiker, and they're like, really? Yeah. <laughs> like, really? Like you're trying, exactly. That's yeah, what I'm saying. Really. It's a pun intended thing. <laughs> so tell us, um, like, it seems like this was a serendipitous opportunity with you. Oh, I know yeah. there's a key guy yeah. that I feel like you'll naturally say as you explain, but how did you get to where we are today? So um, 
when I was playing middle blocker at Wayne State University on an athletic scholarship, I um, was working in the football office because I paid my own way for, for school. and oh, I needed a so part-time job? Yep, so, yep. Okay. And I was a secretary in the football office, which I loved. My senior year, the defensive coordinator was Dave Winham. Dave Winham. The founder of Pro Volleyball Federation. Yeah. And um, we were good friends. We both left at the same time. I, I graduated. He ended up taking a job with the, um, the Illich organization. The, they own the Wings and the Detroit right, Tigers. Right, right. Understood. They own a number of um, entertainment venues that I worked at and he worked at. And he was the strength and conditioning coach for them. And we kind of ran in the same like friend group, if you will, for about eight or nine years. And then I remember standing at the last game for the Tiger Stadium. Like people were reaping out the breach, you know, the bleachers before yeah. they built Comerica Park. Dave was next to me, his brother Tom, his now wife Jenny. Yeah. And we watched that match, and then he just poof, he vanished. And Dang. I knew he was in arena football, and I knew he was somewhere in Florida coaching with Coach Markham. And literally, guys, last March he called me, and you know how your phone is smart, yeah, for right? Sure. So I'm in a training with my 30 <laughs> yeah. salespeople trying to teach him how to sell globally. Yeah. And it, my phone pops up, and it says, "Might be Dave Winham," and might be. Yeah. No, right. yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> 22 yeah. years later, I'm yeah. like, okay, either something is wrong, or yeah. this is a hoax, right? So yeah. I sent him a text, and I said, "David, if this is you, I'll call you just as soon as I can on a break." And yeah. And I did, and um, it's a nice I mean, tactic by you. So he, um, I called him on a break, and and uh, he said, I'm about you know, my partner Stephen Evans and I are about six months from launching the Pro Volleyball Federation, and um, we really want you to come and, and be the CEO and commissioner. And I'm like, why me? And he's right. like, why not? He goes, you've spent the last 28 years building a phenomenal right. career in sales yeah, and marketing. Background is heavy. You, you've run big, you know, right. multi-billion dollar businesses for Kelly yeah. Services and right. many large companies. Some of my organizations have been as large as 600 people. Yeah. And uh, yeah. he goes, you know volleyball, you've coached it, and your last name is Spiker. Yeah. It did help. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it was going to take yeah. a little bit of convincing of my husband. For sure. Because I was it's leaving a- It's a career change. It's a huge this career a, change. To your husband What's a risk? at that time, and, yeah. He's probably like, what this is, is just an idea. Oh, no. He was bingo, right? Yeah, so, <laughs> I've been um, there. <laughs> so uh, we, we went and met Dave at, uh, at a friend's house on the lake, and we had a couple of uh, drinks and a couple of cigars, and Daryl was uh, So it was took a in. couple of drinks. And a couple of cigars. Yeah. yeah. It was a drink. It wasn't a drink. It was the cigars. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, but I, I will tell <laughs> for you, sure, um, for sure. you know, it was risky, but I, I believe in this so passionately. Yeah. Um, my girlfriend, my best girlfriend, Kristen, in college, I had to go overseas. She went to Germany. I saw oh, how they treated so her. You, I knew yeah. how they treated her. Um, yeah. It just—it's very near and dear to my heart to bring these ladies home and to allow them to play it, the the sport that they love in yeah. the home country. Yeah, I was talking to you about um, basketball earlier. Yeah. So for me, play for Creighton. Uh, Doug McDermott was my teammate. Plays for the Spurs now. I can only imagine if Doug McDermott, being the sixth all-time leading scorer in college basketball, had to either go play abroad right. or never again. And that's exactly no what happens. So wow, I yep. understand. Yeah. So, yeah, sorry, how, bro. no, ahead. no, no, you're fine. Yeah. I mean, I, I didn't get to experience it like you did, or I mean, even have these experiences that you run into, but how emotional does that kind of make you when you kind of sit back at night and whether it's still having a cigar and something else? <laughs> yeah. I'm not smoking the cigar. Uh, that's not me. You know what to get him. Yeah, that's not me. That's my husband. Um, uh, how emotional does it make you knowing that you are a big like spearhead in this opportunity, yeah, sure. like a pioneer for this for this league and the rest of the people that want just want something. Yeah. Like, it, you, um, you give yeah, the women sure. in the States something now. I, I'm a mom. 
And that's what drives me is yeah. that these women and their, their mother, in fact, I talked to one of the ladies on the national team. Um, she happens to be uh, from Texas and uh, I wanted her to play with us. And she said, you know, I really kind of like France. And I said, you sure you don't want me to call your mother? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, she got how did your mom it. feel about yeah. you going to, to France for 10 months a year? Yeah. Um, Especially but, without her. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> um, you know, it's just, it means the world to me to be able to do this. Um, I will tell you, Tori Dilfer Stringer, who um, played for Louisville and is now uh, potentially on the national team. Uh, my first phone call to her, she literally started crying mm. because she had just had back-to-back injuries in Italy. Uh, her husband was with her, or her fiance at the time. Uh, she was very, she was contemplating hanging it up because she was so homesick and so not happy and being treated so poorly um, that she literally started crying. And then she came on board, and you know it yeah. was a kind of a done deal. But this means the world to me. I pinch myself every morning. Moving, man. <laughs> I, so I got something that I know you'll get fired up about. Yeah. And I think what I like about you is um, you're a leader. You know, and so I think you're going to take this on. I'm excited for your answer. I'm going to read okay. it the okay. way that I took it as notes. Okay. So when you think about the history of volleyball leagues, you have the USA Pro League lasted, that lasted one year with one season. And since 2017, National Volleyball Associations for Men's. And then Athletes Unlimited started in 2021 for, limit, okay. uh, for women. So with that being said, could you kind of um, explain, like, what's the – What's the, the difference between the, the Federation sure. and um, uh, Athletes Unlimited? And then also, what is going to make this league stand out? Yep. So if you look at all of the times that volleyball has been tried in the United States of America, there's been one single common denominator. And that is the league or a certain entity person owns all the teams. Yeah. That's different. Pro yeah. Volleyball Federation League doesn't okay. own any of the teams, right? Wow. Each of the teams is owned by a separate group mm. um, that have the wherewithal and the yeah, cash okay. liquidity to be able to commit to this league. Um, that's the difference for this league that's and Pro Volleyball. Right, right there. Yeah, I mean, who yeah. goes out and from scratch sells seven teams in the last 18 months? Wow. Right? Yeah. I mean, you know, the, the WNBA, when they did it, they had a lot of help from the yeah, NBA. for sure. There's nothing to help no, us except, you know, yeah, blood, sweat, and yeah, tears. understood. And to address the AU question, love what Cassidy Lickman and her team is doing. Mm -hmm. uh, they're, they're advancing the sport. Right. But Athletes Unlimited is not a league. Right. It is a five-week event. The, the players, there's only 44 of them. They all go to Mesa, Arizona, or whatever yeah. location that they're doing. Um, they play what I would call, not pickup volleyball, but they do yeah. select new teams every right. week. And it's all based on individual awards. It's kind of like fantasy football on steroids for volleyball, yeah, right? Yeah, I, I understand. I would play. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> would you get any points is the bigger yeah. question. <laughs> but, no, I'd um, hit more than I Yeah, uh, so AU's terrific, and, and it's also giving our players a chance to play somewhere and train in the fall. So mm. we're, you know, we love what they're doing, we applaud it, but we just don't see it as a, as a league. Right. So you talked about um, those that have put funds up to invest in these teams, and you have Jason Derillo mm -hmm. and Joe Burrow and the Burrow family doing that here. I, I'm not entirely sure if they're there's more names to add to that list, but even just those two hot celebrities, right? Yeah. Not hot the way you're thinking, Josh. <laughs> I look right Get in your house. head out of the gutter. Get your head you out your number of on the gutter. I love my wife. Get your number <laughs> on that one. Are there, are there any, uh, are there right. any more like, 
other are there any other franchises? I can't speak. Yeah. Are there any other franchises out there that have like that type of representation that yeah. Omaha is going yeah. to have? San Diego has Kerry Walsh Jennings, oh, five time Olympian and yeah, three time yeah, gold I, medal I know, winner. Yeah, I know that. Right. Is. Uh, so yeah. that's that's really big. Yeah. Colleen Craig is our owner, yeah. uh, first you know other female owner in Atlanta. Yeah. Who who was the first the first uh, team that came on? The very first team that we uh, that we announced was the Grand Rapids Rise. Yeah. Who did they play and against? Dan DeVos is Dan the De- owner De- De- of the Orlando yeah. Magic right. and the Grand and the- Rapids Griffins and many, many other exactly. minor league yeah. teams. Uh, Dave is going to work, basically. <laughs> <laughs> well, and they, they are yeah. playing in Van Andel Arena, which right. is the, the home of the Grand Rapids Griffins. I've right. been in that arena. I mean, they're shooting hot dogs to the top of the of the arena. That's yeah, sweet. So game a, experience it's is... It's a launcher. Yeah. yeah. It's through you know, the it's, it's about quality product. It's about you know economic viability. Ability, yeah. And we have that because the league doesn't own any of the teams, right? Yeah. And then fairness, you know, ensuring that it's fair and that the players, um, you know, have a chance to make a, you know, a real living wage. Yeah. Okay. So, so, so let me ask this. Go ahead. Fast. Go ahead. So for the Omaha Supernovas, this is kind of sparked in my head. So where were the Supernovas practice? And um, you got CHI, you got Baxter, you got some venues in Omaha. Where well, I think that? Coach Collier's up next, so I want I'm you to a, ask yeah. him that question. Right. Okay, uh, but they are going to play in the CHI Center. Oh, yeah. put that on reserve. I yeah, like yeah. put call that, that one on reserve. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. Okay. So the follow up to this is so when I, when we were talking to Jimmy and we were talking just how people enter the league mm-hmm. and how they get onto a team. Yeah, it had me thinking like. Well, with the way the league is progressing, mm-hmm. is there is there currently a draft? Because I don't I ask a lot of questions that I don't yeah. know the answer to. That's a um, good question. Is, is there currently a draft, or is it kind of like, hey, they you just go after somebody and try to sign them? Or if there's no draft and you only sign right now, will there be a draft eventually? Yep. Yeah. So with the free agent players, and the free agents are anybody that is out of college, has played pro, or maybe they're going to be a rookie professional. Like right. But, uh, but they're done, okay. right? They've graduated college. Um, you know, we just announced uh, Gabby Blossom in in Columbus. Mm-hmm. For the Columbus Fury, mm-hmm. Gabby has uh, was in the NCAA Final Four last year for San Diego State. Was really, you know, struggling with do I go to Europe or do I stay in the states and play pro volleyball federation in AU? And mm-hmm. she signed with us a couple of days ago. And so anybody like Gabby's age or or, or older yeah. is a free agent. And yeah, I mean, they call me. The, my job for the last six months, myself and my player relations associates, has been calling these women, the 500 top USA players that are playing in Greece and Turkey yeah. and Italy and, and Brazil and Peru. And yeah, you should see my phone bill. Anyway, yeah. um, <laughs> right. but that's been our job. And yeah. no, nobody's saying no. Yeah, You know, there are a few women that are vying for the Olympic team yeah. that feel um, that they the, the need to... The timing though, right? They, they feel like they want to stay in Italy next year yeah. just to just to be exactly. you know, and that's fine mm-hmm. but they've already a number of them have already said sign me up for 2025 yeah because sure. I want to come home yeah what about conversations with the NCAA I mean you got the NIL and things like that um talking to uh, Jimmy Burrow he was explaining about like he basically said the way the NBA is the way the NFL NFL is as far as the high level high quality the premier best league in the world um are you guys going to have like that draft, yep. like the next day after yep. the championship or next week? Or- so we believe our draft is, our college draft is going to be held in mid-November mm-hmm. before the uh, brackets are announced. Um, we feel like waiting to the ABCA convention between, you know, between the semifinal and the final is just a little bit long. And the coaches, right. the coaches in our league really want to be able to plan. Right. Um, and so we're going to have a five-round draft. And um, Yeah. And uh, <laughs> Who announces the picks? Is it you? I, I'm sure I'll be involved. Yeah. Yes. I'm sure I'll be involved. I mean, yeah, like you got to be. Yeah. Like, yeah. 
the way you fun. spearhead things, you have to be involved. Well, and if you. not, then whoever needs to have an earpiece in their ear, and you tell them <laughs> what to do. <laughs> Am I there Sarah Nova in the yeah. back? Okay, right. I got it. Got it. I could do that. Yeah, no, that's cool. That's yeah, cool. It's, it's exciting. And, um, yeah. you know, it's, it's the coach's job between now and, and the draft to figure out, you know, which of these NCAA athletes don't want to go to Europe, right? Yeah. Because they have an option to potentially yeah. go to Europe or play for us, or, you know, maybe they want to start med school. Yeah. I've talked to two, two ladies that are going to dental school, but they're not getting into dental school until the fall of 2024. Right. So they want to play with us they're right. seniors in college right. and they want to be drafted and yeah and if they're not drafted they can certainly walk on yeah. because the training camp is allowing up to 30 players to be in training camp yeah as you can imagine we yeah. don't have any feeder teams right whereas in europe yeah, there's not a feeder farm teams. system or anything right. like that right so so um kind of off of that um you do want to get to the point where they don't have to go to med school if they want and you will hope that you can play pay them a right. significant wage right, right. So no, this is a big deal. I'm just trying to revalidate that. Well, and I just want to you share know? with you, people don't understand the bonus money that's mm. involved here. So the base pay for all the players is 60000 year one. Oh, that's great. We're going yeah, to be great. the first league, what I believe is, in the world to generate revenue from our media and broadcasting rights as well as expansion so fees contracts. and share that with our players from day one. Wow. So there's a little bundle of money there. Wow. Um, the no MVP wonder it's enticing to get so yeah. many people to well, come and back. I don't, I don't yeah. know if you're aware, but going to Europe, they're not making that much. No, I, right? I am like aware. Like the top players are mm -hmm. making right. that yeah, much. I am aware. <laughs> but, you know, one of my players that was a PRA for me and still is, I think she made $35,000 in nine months. Man. They're going to make sixty in four and a half. Exactly. So it's legit. It's yeah. legit. And, oh. and so what I think what I'm learning is, um, it's not that, so there's no shade to anybody that was before. No. It's just you're doing it right. A little different. Yeah, we're doing yeah. a little bit differently. Hey, uh, and you, you know, these gentlemen, right. yeah. I got to say that. <laughs> Dave Winham and Stephen Evans have done this several they times. About this. They know yeah. they've been thinking about this for a dozen years. I know. Years. You said 22 years later. So, yep. so how, yeah. how much did you assess what other people did and then say, hey, we're not going to do that? Like, how oh. much did what other people I'm did like, who didn't, who couldn't tell yeah. you to do it? this way yeah, yeah. or absolutely. was it just kind of like a I don't know a history book yeah. well I think it's more of a history book and how they've done it in the past and again yeah. you've got individual teams owning the teams in their markets right you can't run a league like this from an ivory tower in New York no right you cannot tell the Orlando team yeah. how they should go about selling tickets or sponsorships or whatever yeah. because they know you can, you're not going to tell Nebraskans how to do that yeah. they know what works in Omaha yeah. they know what works in Lincoln and yeah. so we're there to police policy implement you know make sure everybody's getting a fair shot make sure everybody's doing it correctly and then you know building as we mm. go you know so, so this is one of my favorite things um i'm not a gamer are you a gamer oh yeah all right i'm not, I'm not. <laughs> my son is i'm yeah. not so i guess it's not even about age you're almost well you're not almost my age but that's crazy but i'm not a gamer <laughs> but there is something called gameplay settings so tbt is the basketball tournament. It's a $1 mm -hmm. million dollar tournament where the college alumni compete. I had a team in it last year. Winner takes all six games, right? Yep. But it ends on something called the Elam in ending, and that's every game uh, ends on a made basket. Is there any way in volleyball where you can have, like, eight subs in this? Or, like, I mean, because if you're just starting something off, maybe uh, Jane Doe was my favorite player in college. She might not She was get good. It. Yeah. Yeah, she was, right? Yeah. So, you, are you following me? Like, yeah. maybe with Jane, it's like, I want to see her play. And if she's a, a professional, like, and this is the first year, and I came, and I'm a huge fan of her, uh, to get her in a rotation, can we have eight subs instead of five or six? So, the FIVB rules are six subs. 
And we are going to move it to eight in Look our league. Look at that. Oh. No, 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 no. Jane Doe no, has a spot I'm, on Jane the team. Jane Doe is getting in the game. <laughs> so I'm just, I just think for like, like, I don't know, I like entertainment. Sports entertainment is yeah, what it exactly. is to me. So it's like, I just want to make sure that when I go, I get the elite experience and I actually get to, because you know what, I'll tell you where it came from. So my brother-in-law plays soccer, right? He's broke it down to me and all that and Sometimes one day somebody got subbed out and he's like, "Oh man!" I was like, "He can just come back in." No, nope, he's not like, in soccer. Not in soccer. <laughs> I said, "Let me change the rules." Let me give you a hometown example, okay? <laughs> yeah. Kenzie Knuckles, defensive specialist for the Nebraska sure. Cornhuskers, probably the best six player in the country. She's playing behind Lexi Rodriguez, who mm -hmm. is a libero, right? For sure. Kenzie Knuckles is probably the, the libero on any other team. But now we're going to open up that eight subs, Man, and that gets a DS cool. in there. It gets a serving sub in there. And I'll tell you, I'm on the phone with Kenzie. She's, got a, she's bringing Man, it. Yeah. More wink winks here. Now, I mean, I've always was happy. I mean, Omaha has had the Omaha Nighthawks back in 2011. It was a, a great semi-pro football league. I was happy about this and the same energy. But you're – Two things you're doing that's great. You're giving the franchises to the, to the states. Mm -hmm. And it's Absolutely. controlled by the actual leaders, you know. And they know the identity of where they're at. And then also you're changing the gameplay settings. This is, this is cool, man. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, it's just it's yeah. cool to follow along with. My yeah. gosh. Like, I have millions of questions. <laughs> but, but like you said, you want us to ask, um, you know, we're speaking to um, Coach Shelton. Coach Collier. Uh, yeah. yeah. So um, we'll ask him some questions. You got, I got, I got one more thing. Yeah, go the ahead. last thing for me, because, I, you know, I asked this to Jimmy. I want to ask this to you, too, Jen. Now, the impact in this state in particular with the sport of volleyball is huge. I mean, it's, it is a focal point for volleyball players everywhere to want to come no, to the true. Midwest and Very play. We Not might just, have the best – Franchise right. league. I'm just saying. Yeah, not just the we'll Midwest, see. but especially, <laughs> especially in Nebraska. I got I to be Switzerland here. <laughs> so uh, I get, my question more goes along with expansion. When you guys were deciding, mm. hey, where we want to put more teams, yep. is that what you were thinking about too? Like, hey, we know that Nebraska will show out for this league. Well, of course, you know, and that's one of the reasons we picked the Grand Rapids team because we knew that the DeVos family was going to put a quality product For on sure. the floor and wouldn't need any heavy lifting yeah. from the league. Yeah. Um, but I don't know if you know this, and you might, but there are more girls playing volleyball in the state of Texas than there are boys playing football in the states of Ohio and Florida combined. I never knew. And those are some big football states, yes. right? Yeah. Volleyball what has overtaken mm -hmm. women's track and field at the high school level yeah. for being the most popular sport in, in high school. Yeah. I mean, there, there's, club wow. te there's club teams that have 250 teams. No, I know. Yeah, there's a guy over here Over 12 Tony or Carroll. 10 age groups. Yes. I mean. Everybody's playing volleyball. Oh, my God. And also, when you watch it on TV, like, we all know that football, Super Bowl is huge. We mm -hmm. all yeah. know the NBA is what it is. Volleyball is third. Like I like maybe it's just me because of my interest personal, but I, but I'm saying volleyball is big. But it's and it's it's grown over the last five years to yeah. become the third most viewed sport wow. in the NCAA. And I don't know if you saw, but recently, notoriously, the championship NCAA championship has always been played on a Saturday night at nine o'clock. And just recently did ESPN start you know, televising it. Yes. They just moved it to Sunday at 3 p.m. on ABC. A big day. Mm. That's a big day. Oh, man. That's we a should, big day. We should just end two, on that. Two yeah. thumbs up. <laughs> hey, I want to say thank you to you. Uh, yeah, thank, thank you. you Jen. Thanks for having me. Congratulations. Yeah, great to meet you guys. On, Thanks. And um, oh, I'm excited. 
Go supernovas. Yeah, you go for, for Omaha oh, right now. How You're Switzerland. You're Switzerland. I can do it. I'll be in Atlanta next week. Yeah. All right. So when we come back, we'll have Coach Collier on the Let It Fly show. Welcome back to the Let It Fly show, special edition with the coffee and cream with my man, Andrew. We appreciate you being here. Absolutely, man. Thank you. We got you. a special, special guest. We got Coach Collier here, the head coach. An icon. Of the Omaha Super Soon to be yeah. real icon. Yes. I heard they're building a statue out there yeah. already. Hey, I, I'm going to say it before it happens. They're going to put you on Coach McDermott's status. <laughs> coach Greg McDermott is the man around here, and I feel like we got something new. It's volleyball, and you're the head coach, so winning and losing is on you. So, <laughs> so you're the guy now. <laughs> I feel it. I yeah. Feel it. But anyway, um, how are you doing? Talk to us. Well, first of all, I've been listening to your other interviews, and you guys are super engaging, knowledgeable. Thank you. That's him. That's him. Nah, I don't think so. <laughs> it's, uh, it's been really, really cool having you guys involved with this, and, and I'm really honored and proud to be the first coach of such an amazing opportunity. Wow. I get to be the coach of the first franchise. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's amazing. I can tell. I can Not see a lot of people eyes. get to say that. It's like it's still hitting them. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, coming to this day today, when they announced the team, and Jason Derulo goes live to his followers, and we had something over at the CHI Center. It was just really exciting. Wow. So yeah. you're a supernova now. Like, I, I, how I mean, does that feel? What is, do you yeah. like the team? I'm sure you probably have to. Uh, but uh, do you like what they stand for and how they came up with it and all that? Well, you know what's interesting? When you coach a women's volleyball team, the women are the show. Yeah. You know, like in my case, I'm going to get to coach them, and we're going to put them out there. They're going to be great. But we've got women athletes from some of the top places in the country that already have their social media followings. They're already popular and well-known. Yeah. I will be the coach, but I'll be for sure the backdrop. Because when you have these women volleyball players out on the court, they're going to be the show. Yeah. Well, I want to run something off to you, uh, Andrew, and to everybody out there. 40 years of coaching. Mm -hmm. Seventh in career NCAA wins with a winning percentage of 79%. Is always good? round up to 80. I got you on that. <laughs> 21 years of coaching at Wingate where you're, the, where you're uh, holding the league's all-time record for wins. Uh, SAC titles at 16. 14 SAC tournament titles. Six regional championships. Eight-time regional coach of the year. And 11-time Coach of the Year honors, including the AVCA <laughs> National Coach of the Year in 2013. Is that good? Oh, it's beyond great. So I know you're probably humbled uh, by everything that you accomplished, but did you fathom in your 40 years of coaching everything that I just listed to happen the way it did? I think every coach lives day to day, week to week. You hear okay. them go, next game, next game, next game. You win one, you say next game. So. Yeah. I don't know, for me, you just grind, you care about players, you get them in and say, what's the next goal? Yeah. And you go for it. So what's exciting about this is I've already gotten to know the players on a personal level. I've gotten comfortable with them. I feel we have a trusting relationship. And we're talking about winning here in Omaha. I know, man. So a lot of us have pasts. A lot of our players have great past careers. I've had a bunch of coaching experience. But a little bit, we're starting fresh with a clean slate here. They're a new pro volleyball player in this town. Yeah. I'm a new pro coach in this town. And we got to have it happen for this group in this town, in this city. Right. And it has to happen in January. Right. So, so you want it to happen now? No question. There you go. There <laughs> Can you go. I be nosy and ask you what you have written down on your sheet of paper? Well, you know what? We have some really, really notable players. Yeah, you want to make sure they and get notarized. If you started talking to me about players, which if we do, and I – we have 12 really good players signed. And so what if I win nine for 12 
and I'm thinking, you know, I missed a really good one. Right. So I, wa- I don't want to miss a really good one. Respect. So not that I would, but sometimes in an interview, yeah. you right. forget one. Yeah. yeah. No, I've it's been like there before. like when you name your family. Yeah. And you forget one family member and <laughs> no. you hear it. I, I give you Why one, does one have a star so, next to her so name? Got, Do you like her more? Four, I got four brothers, right? No, actually, my dad got a, um, a lot of kids. But my mom, she would always call me my other brother's names or sometimes call two of us and forget the other two. So I understand. And you pay for that forever. And it won't go over well, man, because I used to always say, man, how are you going to forget me? I'm the one she forgot. <laughs> no, but yeah, um, yeah, kind of about, let's talk about your list. Well, we got some amazing players. I got the job about two months ago, uh-huh. and uh, two of the teams, Atlanta and Grand Rapids, had already been recruiting and signing players for about a month. Wow. So I had so to So you were behind the eight ball. right. And, and we said, the, the minute I got the job, I was on the phone all night for about three weeks in a row, calling coaches, players, trying to find out who we could get that might want to sign internationally. Some of our players were in negotiations to sign overseas. Yeah. And so you had, had to, to buy them out the contract, right? Well, we had to convince them to sign with us instead oh. of signing another contract. Okay, understood. I was talking to agents, and agents yeah. are not easy to talk to. Ah, man. So I was grinding with agents, and... Um, we, we got some collegiate All-Americans. Yeah. We got some people that have played in the Olympics. We got some players that have Man. played uh, All-Americans that played in Big Ten schools that actually yeah. played in uh, Nebraska and right. are familiar with it. Yep. So we've got a diverse group of older players, younger players, but a lot of them have been through Nebraska, and all of them are saying, you know, it was the most amazing atmosphere they ever played in. And Man. these are players who played at Penn State, yeah. at Wisconsin. Yeah. And Oregon, right. some of the premier programs in the country, but they have a reverence for Nebraska yeah. as a place to play. Right. So how easy was it negotiating with these agents when you knew you had a year one salary of that 60K mark to just throw out there? Yeah. Had, it had to make your job a lot easier, even though conversations were probably still a little difficult. Yeah. And agents are pretty sophisticated and they've been at it for a long time and we're a new pro league. So there was a lot of education that happened. They would be asking, what about this in the contract? And this is a new clause in the contract. We're not familiar with this. How does this work? So for a couple of weeks, I had to play the role of GM coach, recruiter in all other duties. How about that? (laughs) All other signs. Been there, there, done that. Yeah, They had him mopping floors, man. When he was was a news anchor. No, (laughs) basically. (laughs) So agents are sophisticated (laughs) what they do. And I'm, I'm learning on the fly because they would ask sophisticated contract questions. And I was trying to find out answers for them and get them comfortable. They have to represent their players, make their players comfortable. But this is an exciting new league, so there's a lot of questions. And naturally, people go, well, what happens if this happens? What about this scenario? What about this? You know, and in other leagues, they've already got those questions answered. And for us, we're we're trying to get those answers and make the players feel comfortable. Mm -hmm. But one of the good things about Omaha, we have an unbelievable ownership group here. We're ahead of the game in a lot of ways. And we signed some really good players that are – going to be proudly playing in Omaha so we're super excited about all that so what about the general pool of players I mean we were kind of talking to Jen about like a draft and things like that like there has to be like a pool of players that every franchise gets to see is that a thing or are you just building it according to your own relationships well the day the Omaha franchise selected me as the head coach there was a pool of every player who is uncommitted yeah. to go internationally overseas or maybe not already going to play on our USA women's national team right. or had another commitment to one of the other franchises. So it's a feeding frenzy of 
everybody's open. Dang. Every, anybody mm. is open. It's the pros, bro. Yeah. Well, we, we <laughs> Thank goodness there's smarter now. people than me that deal with this. Yeah, <laughs> right. So we have a world-renowned player from the Dominican Republic, Betty De La Cruz, one of the most seasoned veteran popular players in volleyball in the world. Yeah. And we have a player, uh, Herstina Vuchkova, coming from Bulgaria, and mm. she's one of the top international players in the world. Yeah. And they chose to come to play Omaha in this first uh, endeavor. Dang. And certainly we've got local players from Nebraska here. Yeah. We've got Big Ten players. So we built it with a lot of things in mind, but there's going to be international, top international players playing so, in this league. So question now, because when you're – on the search for this, right? You look up probably a lot of film of these women and uh, something that I really gravitated to when I worked at UNO and, you know, I I attached to the volleyball team there. Uh, They would always in practice break out the radar gun. And so my question to you is this, who on this roster will fans attach to that's like absolutely electric? Like you would want to break out the radar gun whenever she's going up for a kill or something like that. Yeah, that, I mean, that's a great question. Um, A couple of special players that ring a bell. We have a girl named Yassiana Presley that played at Baylor. She jumps maybe 38 inches, Skywalker. You look at her highlight reel and you almost laugh because she gets kills that are amazing. Uh, We have a player named Nia Reed that has played in Korea. She's played in Brazil. She's played high-level professional volleyball. She was an All-American at Penn State. She's coming here. She's amazing. Uh, We have Danielle Hart. She was an All-American for Wisconsin, won the national championship. And she's right now vying for a spot on the USA Olympic team. You know, she's 6'4". She hammers it. Uh, We've got a lot of people that have some special skills that are going to be really fun to watch. And our players are, are good players, but they also have a vibe, a charisma, an energy that... I think fans will adore, and I think young kids will say, well, I like this player mm-hmm. for this reason. I like this player because I can relate to her. We have a player on our team, uh, Brooke Nunaviller. She's one of the most popular players in the country. She played at University of Oregon, and she's a rather undersized outside hitter. Mm-hmm. So all the kids in the country say, well, I can't be 6'4", but maybe Brooke Nunaviller is going to be my hero. And we brought her here, and she's an amazing player, an amazing personality, but she's going to be one that – players can relate to in club to say, well, you don't have to be 6'4 to be a professional player. You can be like Brooke. And I yeah. think that's what's going to happen with our team in times. Yeah, and, and as far as you, you played at Ohio State, right? I did. And you were a setter. I did. That I heard. I, I, I was kind of digging and asking if you played. All right. So with that being said, um, from a setter's perspective, like, do you feel like you'll kind of like built a team around uh, Sidney Healy at all or – like, what's the identity do you think you're going to mm. create? I mean, because you were a setter, you know? You guys do your homework. No, all right. <laughs> I just know sports, bro. I like that. Like, I'm, I'm a coach, and, like. What do you coach? Uh, basketball. Oh, yeah. So, I used to play basketball at, for Creighton, right? Okay. And so, for me, if I was to start a team tomorrow, I would probably build our team around a combo guard, which is a point guard and a shooting guard, just because that's what I could play. And I feel like for you as a setter, it's you gravitate like, to what you know. Yeah, is it that thing? Or, I mean, you got 40 years of experience. Or, like, would you, like, build your program according to, like, uh, you know, like how, how are you going to go about developing yeah, your team? I got you. I got you. I think when an NFL quarterback or an NFL coach decides if they want to take a franchise right? and there's a good quarterback in place, they feel confident they can be okay. Yep. But if they don't have a quarterback, they might not want to take the job because they might lose three years and then they might get fired. Yeah. So Sidney Hilly, All-American from 
Wisconsin. What yep. a national championship. I, watched, I know that because I watched her play. <laughs> well, I know that. <laughs> she's right now in Anaheim training with the USA women's Olympic team. So that's as good as it gets. Right. And then we have Natalia Valentin Anderson. Yeah. She lives in Omaha. Yep. She played on the Olympic team for Puerto Rico. Dang. So we can say our team's in good hands. Amen. <laughs> I'm cool with that. I feel it, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, okay, when you talk about the team, though, even further, because this is why I think a lot of people really gravitate to the sport, is it's just so exciting. Every point, there's a reaction. There's a come together. There's a reset, and yeah. then you do it again. But that reaction is what people live for. You get a kill, boom, ball hits the floor, the team reacts, celebrates, hands in the air, yelling and screaming. So when you talk about, like, personalities on this team, like, who has the biggest personality? Like, even if they're not even a starter, if they're the, one of the first ones off the bench, who's going to be the ultimate teammate on your list? Well, we have a player named Kendall White. She was the libero at Penn State. Mm. She uh, made life miserable for everybody in the Big Ten that she played against because she's super competitive. She's an uber-big personality. She's very expressive on the court. She's a human highlight reel of playing defense and, and picking balls up. She's also out in, the, in Anaheim playing for the USA national team. But she's probably our biggest personality. She will be proudfully probably the most vocal and expressive player on the court. Sound like playing, Josh Jones, mm -hmm. huh? Something be, like that. No. <laughs> <laughs> she'll be playing our libero uh, position in the different color jersey, playing defense all the time. And um, she uh, proudly goes crazy and celebrates. So That's the person I'm might, looking for. People might resonate with Kendall White as uh, somebody that they're going to be particularly fond of with her enthusiasm. Yeah, we talked with Jen, and um, we were talking about game play settings, and I had bought up, like, eight subs. She said, actually, she's like, are you, basically, like, are you in my head? That's what we're doing. <laughs> How is eight subs in the game to an advantage uh, for you with the um, – with the team that you got versus strategizing, trying to win? Yeah, I think it just gives an opportunity. Um, if you have a couple of players that can offer something, you can get them in. Right. And I think with the, the international subs, it's a little more limiting, and you have to play basically with seven players pretty much the whole way. Right. But this will create opportunities for, you know, we might have a player who's an All-American who's on the bench, mm. and can we get her in for part of a game, and she impacts the game. Right. And there being opportun more opportunity. I think that's what they're looking for, is we're going to have star players that are yeah. sitting on the bench. Got yeah. And, and we don't want them on the bench the whole game. Maybe right. we can get them in. And some of our players on the bench might become some of the most popular players who can yeah. play and come in and impact games. Yeah. So they can be like, uh, uh, you know, have a, a firework explosion when they go mm -hmm. in. You win five points, and yeah. all of a sudden they're famous too. Wow. Yeah. yeah, that's nice. So, okay, so you have this big group, and, and you're, you're very um, confident in all of their abilities. What are you hoping to accomplish in year one with this team? Because, And, and you know, maybe educate, because I, most people out there probably don't know the length of the season, what the playoffs look like. So um, as you guys strive for a certain goal, what are you hoping to accomplish? Right. Yeah, we start in January. Championship is going to be in May. We're going to have some of our players that want to go on and try to make the Olympic team right after this season is mm -hmm. over. So some of the players are going to be motivated to do well in this league, put themselves in a good position to make an Olympic team right after that and go to Paris. Uh, so that's exciting. We, um, we have a $1 million prize that the players split for winning it. For, oh, 
Jen didn't tell us that. <laughs> Jen, no, that's, that's amazing. For no, this is for Omaha because we're winning it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah they, they're yeah. not talking about anybody yeah. else. She tried. Oh, she tried to be Switzerland. That's why she exactly. didn't want. Exactly. Yeah, she did a good job of Switzerland. Yeah, we're, in, we're Omaha now. Yeah, but every player on our team has talked about the excitement of playing at the CHI Center. Playing and we will have the largest crowds. It's just a matter of by what degree. We'll have the largest crowd of everybody in the league. For sure. So our, uh, yeah. our players that have come from these prominent programs have said, how exciting is it we're going to play in Nebraska, mm-hmm. fill that center, play on TV, yeah. uh, win a million dollars for right. the championship, split right. it up. I mean, maybe they'll roll out a cart with a million should, dollars yeah. right there. That would, or I, let it rain. Yeah. The confetti. Just let it rain. No yeah. confetti, yeah. just it's all money. <laughs> just the money? <laughs> <laughs> then I might get some of the prize. <laughs> and, you know, I, I'll tell you this. I watched the um, ESPYs the other night. Uh-huh. And I always watch that. ESPYs are one of the most amazing television shows for sports. Emotional, yeah. you know, they, they roll yeah. in. But they really have focused on women's sports yep. and, mm-hmm. on the ESPYs. And so the last have, couple of years. Yes, and a lot of women have been on the stage, and a lot of uh, yeah. teams have got down. I think Kobe Bryant for that. Yeah, for he, sure. And 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 uh, there's been this, and our feeling is, can Omaha Supernovas get, ladies and gentlemen, the SB4 mm-hmm. top professional women's team? Yep. Or SB top professional yeah. female athlete? Right. Omaha Supernova. This, Insert the name. Oh, man, mm-hmm. it's going to shine so much light on the city. You know, and when the they span the cameras and there's, you know, they Not slow just it at down. the sport, though. Yeah. Omaha Supernova's in the first row of the ESPYs, yeah. and we're legit. Yeah. You know, and, and or the other thing I think, we, we win a big game here at the CHI. We go home, and I'm kicking back, and yeah. I'm watching Sports On, on a ticker. Mm-hmm. Number one, somebody gets spiked in the face by one of our players. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good that's Now a good tell idea. me, so <laughs> if, if the Supernovas are up for an ESPY and they're like, Coach, we want you to be there, what's your fit going to look like? Because you have to compete you got with some to, of man. the best of the best yeah. there. Not so, saying this ain't cool. Yeah, but like, we, need, gotta, we need some flash. There's got to be something about you that got to stand up. Let me just tell you, if Omaha gets something at the ESPYs, there will be one of our players dressed in whatever is the hot thing to be that night. Yep. But it won't be looking at the coach. <laughs> there won't be. You want to look there. neutral. Yeah. You want to blend in, right? There'll be nobody looking at the coach when one of our players rocks it on the ass. Yeah. <laughs> hey, let's talk about your staff. I mean, you're you're great. I love the accolades that you got. Like, I mean, you have you know so many coaches over all of your years of coaching. How did it come down to pick who you got? Um, Supporting you as your assistant. Yeah, well, right now I'm holding off a little bit because I think there's going to be some really good people that are going to hear all this splash, all these players. Listen all to this, this show. Attention, for sure. Yeah. They're going to say, this is going big. And I think there's going to be some top people that have been with the national team or in top collegiate programs that are going to leak the word to say, if there was a job there. We're interested. For sure. And that's how good jobs happen. Yep. So I, I'm, I'm waiting for a little bit of those Playing the long game. Yeah. Because it's going to happen. It because will. Because people right now have heard about this startup league. But as it gets legs and it gets more press and it gets right. more exposure, people are going to want in. For sure. And I'm going to take some calls. Yeah. <laughs> so do you think that process <laughs> is expedited because of the, the people that will be playing in the league? Or do you think it will take maybe a year for it really to grow to the extreme that people want it to grow yeah. to? That's a great question. So it's two prongs. One, the, the league got legit because all the top players are playing in it. Yeah. So that gave the league legitimacy. So people are going to want in now. But in a year or two, when it really goes and it's really big time legit, 
there's going to be people fighting over the jobs. So they're going to be leaving top college jobs and to come going in. pro. Yes, that's sure. what's going to happen. Yeah. So it's 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 off to a good start. But when it goes, it's going to get really interesting because the top coaches are going to say, "I'm so tired of the transfer portal, NIL, dealing with it," and mm-hmm. they're going to say, "Let me go in the pro league." Because that's the dream job. And that'll be the dream job that people are going to strive for. So as far as Omaha, um, where are the Supernovas practicing at? We have the College of St. Mary's. Oh, that's beautiful. Mm. Awesome place. Yeah. Go Flames. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. They've yeah. been super welcoming and helpful with their facility, their weight room, our hours that we can go in there. Oh, wow. Okay. So, they're yeah. open and they're, they're open. So they don't have place. to schedule. You can come in from 6 to 8 or 6. Like you actually legitimately like are exclusively there. Yes. They, well, they have okay. said during this part of the day, place is yours. Practice, Amen. weights, video room, wow. coach's office. Wow. Uh, we're going to uh, do some upgrades to their locker rooms. Yeah. Uh, and to they're going to love that. Yeah, I know. Right. They're going to inherit. Yeah. You know, it's a good recruiting in, tool. Yeah. We're going to put in new court surfaces, which their women's volleyball team will be able to use. But yeah. we're going to put in the best in the world, the best courts in the wow. world on their courts. Yeah. So they're going to be the recipients of some cool stuff for them. But it's a partnership yeah. that's going to benefit us as well. Yeah. So when's the first time, like, the team actually is, like, I mean, starting in January. So, when, when, like, when are you guys going to start getting together, practicing every single day and all that type of stuff? Yeah. We, we start in early January. With a game on January 28th. Oh, yeah. So we got to get like, the ground like, running. Yeah, right, for sure. Like three weeks, a month out, yep. and up to the game. Yep. That's enough time when you're dealing with pros, though. Mm-hmm. And especially well, when we're dealing with you as a head coach. <laughs> You'd be straight, right? Well, a lot right? of these players will be already playing in other <laughs> yeah. professional yeah, right. leagues or seasons. So, yeah. so it's not they're coming in cold. Right. Um, we're going to hit the ground running and, right. and be ready to go. And, sorry. Go, go uh, Josh. So you. We got eight teams in the league, right? We got six confirmed. Okay, so that means uh, it'll probably be like uh, um, obviously a round robin, but like um, with six confirms, how do you do a playoff? Like, how does that go? Do you just take the the the, the top few teams teams and just do a, a series, or does everybody play, or how yeah, does that go? That's a great question, and I think right now we're talking about that. Do we do a two out of three series at you know like the NBA does, where you go to a go and transit yeah. home and home, or do we have it at one big site? And have a semifinal yeah. with a final. That's oh, a good I don't question. Know. Maybe yeah. say Omaha. Yeah, oh, right. I, it's just, I, I wouldn't hate it. I mean, CWS <laughs> College World Series is yeah. It. And you know what the yeah. turnout is in this town. Yeah, exactly. You know, those are all good points. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So and you're yeah. jotting those down on the backside yeah, of your roster. Yeah, put us on the staff, man. We got you, man. We can be your assistant. Yes. Uh, I, think, I don't. I don't know. <laughs> well, I can. No, man. <laughs> but it's, it's no one wants to take advice from me. All we know is whatever hand we get dealt. You ready for it? Our responsibility is to figure it out and uh, be the team last standing and watch the confetti come down. For sure, and, uh, the dream it is, and it and, and you know it's a real dream. There, you know, there's young kids out in this restaurant right now. This is the first day they've ever been saying I could be a professional lady volleyball mm-hmm. player. No, they never crazy. said that before. Yeah, it's crazy, and, and now they can. And and the dream of that. I mean, I can't even measure that of a person being able to say Steph Curry doesn't have to be my idol. Right. You know, Gina Mancuso Praskowski, who lives here, can be, can be my idol yeah, now, and I blessing. can go be her. Yeah, for sure. So we talk about the dream. This one, last one for me. We talk about the dream of, you know, as, as you kind of build out your staff, you said people will want to coach here. People will want to come here. But what made, like, this the right fit for you mm. and your dream? Well, when this job came open, to me, it was like, what would be the best job to coach in a professional women's volleyball sport? Yeah. If I so it didn't it. matter where you moved to? 
this is the place. This is the primo job. Yeah. This is the number one job with the most support, the best infrastructure, the best ownership group, the most support, the most fan base, the most history of supporting volleyball. We're not going to have to go around and talk people into getting to know about volleyball. Yeah. They, they're saying, when's the pro team? Yeah. <laughs> you know, other, other cities are going to have to have people go around buy-in. and tell Yeah, no, nah, it's, it's big here. Yes. And so, yeah. I mean, if I could say hit the lottery. Yeah, you did. I hit the lottery. I yeah. wish I would have hit the billion-dollar right. Powerball, but that's cool. <laughs> yeah. I do want to say this. I forgot to mention that you were inducted into the Hall of Fame. Yes, congratulations. How does that feel? And you know you? what? It was in the CHI Center in December. <laughs> Fitting. It, it's serendipitous. Yeah, I mean, I was there, and I was there with all the coaches, and I got the award and was in the CHI Center, stayed at the Hilton right across the street, yeah. walked over, got the award with my, my wife, Diane. She's incredible. She also played volleyball at Ohio State when I was there. Oh, nice. We walked over together, got the award, and said, this is the most amazing place to be and receive this award in Omaha. Wow. Better, and then to be able to coach here and have yeah. a team here, it just rings a loud bell in a lot of places. Yeah. So last one for me. Um, this is from a, like, a, um, like a franchise question. So season's over. Will there be an opportunity where teams can make trades? Oh, it's going to be a frenzy. Uh. <laughs> and let me tell you what we're trying to do. And this is from our ownership group. Yeah. They want to put together a program and a franchise here where all the other players in all the other cities have heard how awesome Omaha is with their support, fan base, the support of the ownership. Right. Where they want to jump ship and come here. For sure. And make it really hard for me to decide which one. Yeah. But um, I think there's going to be international yeah. players right. that are going to hear about this right. overseas. Yep. I think the top college players in the country are going to yep. say, I could play here, here, here. Yep. And a lot of them are going to say, I hope I get to play in Omaha. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I just got gin in the back of my mind because you can do that because each team is owned by its own franchisee. Yep. So it's very competitive. Right. Yeah. So, Coach, we appreciate yeah, great you. Great to meet you, Coach. Congrats you on the position. Awesome. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for coming on the show. Coach Kyle, you're here on the Let It Fly show. My pleasure. Thanks. Back to the Let It Fly show, special edition of the Coffee and Cream show with my man Rogers. Without the D, Paul, <laughs> I remember we were talking about that. Yeah, you Andrew did. Rogers. We got a special guest on our show today. We got Jimmy Burrow. I know when you guys think about Jimmy Burrow, you obviously think about his son, Joe Burrow, but it's your time to shine. <laughs> mm-hmm. How you doing? Okay. That's okay. Uh, people introduce me as Joe Burrow's dad all the That's time, right. and I'm right. cool with it. I'm yeah, proud I would have said it. Jamie's dad. So. Jamie's dad is a good thing, too. Most people around here know Jamie also. So, yeah, for uh, sure. And Dan, a lot of people around here know my son, Dan. So yeah. any of those, I'm all their dads, so yeah. it's good. Well, what I learned, you know what I learned about him, and I'll definitely say to you, like, I was actually impressed like you're I'm not even gonna say you're in you're in honorary Nebraskan <laughs> I mean your ties to it are incredible yeah. I mean you played for the Huskers with coach uh, Osborne didn't two of your sons play also yeah with the Dan Huskers? and Jamie did you met your uh, wife I met my wife mm-hmm. uh, who's from Robin Nebraska. she's yeah, from kind of talk about your ties to Nebraska well, I, I coached Devaney actually was still playing that tells you how old I am and I, <laughs> I was at Ole Miss and uh, they they taught me in the transferring, so I was kind of the first transfer in the in the family before Joe. I went from Ohio State, right. so uh, played. And then uh, this, the next year, Coach Osborne took over, and then I played. Uh, back then, you had to sit a year, and then I played three years. Just saw Johnny Rogers uh, today. My first year, sophomore year, was ended up being my redshirt year, and that's when Johnny won the yeah, won the Heisman. Right. So. Uh, Ended up uh, playing uh, with the Packers for a year, CFL, 
would come back to Nebraska a lot. Um, uh, ended up coaching for Jim Walden, who was at Nebraska at Washington State, Iowa State. Coached at uh, head coach at the high school in in Ames. Uh, that's where Joe was was born in Ames. Uh, uh, Jamie was actually born here in Omaha, and then. Yeah. Hooked up with Coach Solich yeah. at Nebraska. Coach then, Frank. Then went to North Dakota State with Craig Bowl and still recruited. Those, all of those years I recruited Nebraska and then 14 years with Frank Solich at, uh, at Nebraska. Man, that's incredible. And gosh, success is what this family knows. Exactly. I mean, that's just a lot, a lot of <laughs> well, success. It's, it's, it's weird because it's it's all football, and then all of a sudden now we're, we're, uh, we're yeah. talking volleyball. Yeah, we'll get so, into that because I kind of yeah. want to know the passion behind that. Like, yeah. Where does that stem from for you coming from a football family? Well, my dad was a was a girls' uh, high school basketball coach for several years, so I grew up on the bench as a mascot. My, <laughs> my mom uh, was a legend uh, uh, in basketball; scored eighty-two points one year down. So one down over south. Kobe, huh? One over. That's Kobe. right. Joe oh, has mentioned eighty-two that, man. points or, in a game. Your mom is a real 82. legend. I heard so, they scored I mean, eighty-two just, points in a season. My sister was a was a really good athlete uh, gr- growing up, and then uh, Dave Wenham, uh, the president of of, of the league approached me initially about a arena football, and that's where I knew him. Uh, I was a assistant head coach for the Barnstormers. Uh, we had uh, Kurt Warner. Heck yeah. Uh, and so he said, would you want to be involved in that? And and uh, and eventually we're going to do volleyball. Well, in a roundabout way, <clears throat> we ended up doing volleyball first. And uh, uh, so he said, you still want to be involved in it? And, and I did. So... Uh, Joe, my my wife Robin and I <clears throat> are considered founding partners. Right. And then I took it to one step farther. I'm actually employed by the league as a director of brand advancement. Yeah, so. for sure. Yeah. So tell me this. Um, <clears throat> you talked about all those years. I want to go back to volleyball. Okay. Especially with yeah. the Omaha Supernovas. I mm-hmm. love the name. But I kind of um, I want to kind of hey, can we get some water also too? <laughs> Sorry about that. Yeah. I, I, uh, no, it's all I right. Choked up. Sorry. Sometimes you get emotional when you get around me. <laughs> yeah. No, <laughs> no but, I can see that. <laughs> but no, uh, in all seriousness though, like all the years of coaching football, mm-hmm. all the years being around football, how did you balance that with three sons and not being able to be potentially? I'm not gonna say the dad that you wanted mm-hmm. to be always, but you were gone a lot. Kind of talk about that. Yeah, that that was uh, tough. Uh, I uh, uh, I fortunately worked for two great head coaches that understood family yeah. and and understood your commitment to it. So uh, in in uh, Ames, uh, I didn't get to go as many games. But then uh, after Iowa State, I became the uh, uh, assistant coach there at the high school and also the, the head coach. So I got the coach wow. Jamie, Jamie and Dan. Yeah. So that that helped. And then were you were you hard on them? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Ask Jamie one of these yeah, days right. if you ever see him and <laughs> yeah. stuff. But you're always harder on your, on your son or, yeah, or daughter. Yeah, for sure, for but, sure. Uh, so, uh, and then when I went to uh, uh, Ohio University with Coach Solich, I mean, he was unbelievable. He, he would allow us to go to almost every Friday night game. Wow. Uh, Trey Williams was a, a great running back for, with Joe. He ended up uh, going to Northwestern. And if we, if we had a bus ride, you have a lot of bus rides in the MAC, whether it's the Kent – or, or Akron or Toledo, so he would let us go to the games, and then uh, and then also uh, just meet the team that night. Man. And so we we were fortunate, uh, lucky. That's not the way our assistant coaches normally are are allowed to do that. <laughs> right. Thank so, you I, so I much. didn't get to go to many uh, practices and things like that. But then 
and that's you can just say the right that kind of led to yeah. my retirement because at LSU, Joe, in 2018, uh, I only got to go to three games, and, and none of them at Tiger Stadium. Wow! So I, I sat down with Coach Solich and said, "Hey, look, I'm thinking about this," and and uh, and about a month later, it took me a long time. I, yeah. we, I did, and then so at that point, I got to go to every. 15 games, I think, in yeah. 2019. I so was, it wasn't really about um, – was it more so about, like, the timing was coincidental with wanting to be done versus wanting yeah. to see your son? Yeah, it did. The, I mean, I wasn't ready to qu quit coaching, to tell you the truth, but I was in a position to retire. I'd done it for a long time. Um, and, and then the fact that, you know, my, my son is, is playing at LSU – in front of 100,000 people yeah, you can't on Saturday that. night in Tiger <laughs> Stadium. Right. And I'm going like, I, I, I haven't even experienced yeah. it. So the timing was, was good. Sure. And, um, you know, I'll always miss coaching. But, but that ended up uh, being one of the best decisions I ever made. Right. But back to the question with uh, how, how to work it all in as a, as a dad. I mean, we grew up, uh, all, you know, in, a, in uh, talking football and uh, sports. All, all of the boys played uh, uh, basketball, baseball, soccer, they, they did it all. I'm a big proponent of, of multiple sports. Yeah. And uh, so I got to as many games as I could. That's what's up. Jimmy, now stay with that and look at it from the perspective of the players yep. in this league because these are women that have to, for a long time, have had to go away overseas yeah. to go play, and now they have the opportunity to stay at home in the States. It's a real opportunity for them. And just knowing how hard it is to kind of be away from your family in those moments, how important was that for you when you were kind of deciding to be a part of this yeah. initiative, this process? Well, the, the vision that uh, uh, Dave Winham and, and Stephen Evans had was to, to make this volleyball league uh, – a livable wage for for the the ladies that so they wouldn't have to go to 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 overseas to play mm -hmm. and so that that really interested uh, me that uh, to promote women's athletics and to promote uh, something that really never happened and have a of a great volleyball league that they don't have to go overseas and uh, you know it provides opportunities uh, you, you've you've probably read stories about you know the different athletes going overseas and, and they have, they have good experiences, but it's not, yeah. it's not home. It's, it's not the United States. And right. so that interested me to, to be a part of that and to promote uh, the fact that, that we could provide a livable wage and provide an opportunity for all these great uh, players in the United States to stay home and, and still be competitive in the, in the world and, and, uh, you know, trying to get to be on the Olympic team and those type things. Yeah. So I, I wrote, I took a note here. I want to read this to you and then get your feedback. So when you think about the history of volleyball leagues, you have the USA Pro League that lasted one year, one season. Since 2017, the National Volley Volleyball Association for Men's was around, and then um, Athletes Unlimited started theirs in uh, 2021 for women. Um, what about – this pro volleyball mm -hmm. league that's coming up will make this not necessarily, I'm not going to say standalone. Yeah. We love those uh, huh. comparables, but like <clears throat> what, what would make this so special to make it grow? Well, we, we like to say it's real, real pro uh, volleyball. And, and when you got the best players in the world, it, it is real uh, pro volleyball. And, and uh, really Dave and, and Steven who had the vision put together an unbelievable staff and it includes uh, 
a, a lot of people that ha have had success as, as coaches in the league, administrators yeah. are, are coaches of volleyball, administrators of volleyball teams. And, and it's, it's all about the, the, the people that are they're running an organization. Right. And, and so you have to look at the, the really the, the totality of it in, in the fact that you got to get the right people, you got to get the right franchises, the right cities. And I think what uh, allows us to, to stand alone is, is really those franchises that we have in the, in the cities, uh, the organizations yeah. that these, these owners, uh, you know, Danny uh, White and Chris here at uh, City Ventures is a great example. Unbelievable staff they put together, and that's what it takes. But really it all starts uh, at, at the top, and I think you're going to uh, talk to – Jen Spiker, her name is really yeah. Spiker. So uh, um, she's awesome. Killer, right? and, and, and she's awesome. And then yeah. people like uh, you know Diane uh, Mendenhall here, who, who you know there's there's ladies like like her yeah, right. uh, that want to be involved and are involved, and that 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 helps uh, our league and franchises be successful. Yeah. Last thing for me here, Jimmy. Um, you know, you talk about being with the right people. Mm -hmm. As you come to Omaha, I mean, you know the state very right. well and how passionate they are about their sports teams and how passionate they've gotten about volleyball <laughs> over the years especially. You look out there and you see a bunch of people supporting what's being done today and, and how excited they are for wow. the Supernovas. Just how much of an impact does that have knowing that you guys put a team in the right spot? Yeah, when I first met with, with Dave and Steve and one of the first things I said uh, after I took – took the job and became a part of the league is you got to have a team in Omaha. Right. And, uh, uh, you know, yeah, thank you, bro. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> thank so you. Jamie had, had introduced me to Danny and Chris. So that's how kind of that, that all started in, in the suite at Arrowhead watching the, uh, the Bengals and the chiefs. Yeah. But, um, oh, yeah, to, to, to know that, uh, that Omaha is going to have a team and, and we're going to have support of, of knowledgeable volleyball fans. And, but, but you're going to have to, uh, put a winning product out there, you know, hopefully uh, there can be a Nebraska uh, uh, girls on the, on the team, which right. but I think there will be and, and already wink, uh, wink. are. So, uh, um, so yeah, it, it makes me proud because once again, I knew when I got into it that, that for the league to be successful in my mind, this had to be a big part of it. And I think I was at Nebraska when coach Pettit probably started that, that long run of, of, uh, great Nebraska teams and you know I've, I've talked to John Cook and Coach Pettit and uh, you know they were they were always great to take our calls and and give us advice and uh, uh, it just all makes sense and this is a big day for for our league for the city of Omaha and, yeah. and and the state of Nebraska when it comes to volleyball. So your role by title for the league is mm -hmm. well first let's dial back so you started as just um, with, the, with, with your family investing yeah. in the team yep. right and then they said, "Hey, you know what? Just how did that work <laughs> well, out?" Well, uh, yeah, they 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 knew that uh, that I, that I was uh, passionate about the league, and and uh, you know the the league office is in Columbus, so it's yeah. seventy miles away, and and I knew Dave well, and and he says, you know, I think you can be uh, uh, important to 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 be employed by us, and and to. Be, be a part of it and so my title director of brand advancement director i'm of doing brand what i'm doing right here <laughs> yeah, you guys yeah, I'm the, brand. <laughs> the, the brand and uh, that's all that it said on the, yeah. on the you know, my, my description right <laughs> my connections uh across the country and in, in really coaching and football we talked about that has mm -hmm. 
yeah. has really helped, and and uh, sure. you know, I'm able to to introduce uh, uh, our our people to to certain uh, people around the country that, yeah, that are involved in football. But when you talk about volleyball and women's athletics, you know they they want right. some of them want to be a part of it. That's yeah. how it's how it goes. How so? I mean, we only know you, not – I mean, I know there's some um, – I looked up research about, like, some of the names of the different team owners. Yeah. Um, so, would you be pushing the Supernovas mostly or just the, the – I mean, would you – would got to be neutral, brother. Yeah, yeah, you know. Okay, all right, all right. I'll just no, make it I mean, sure. I'm, I'm, I'm invested uh, yeah. more so in, in Omaha because I was involved in, in uh, you know, Danny and, and City Ventures, uh, Chris, Mike you know, buying the franchise, but, uh, I support them all. It's going to be a great league. Uh, yeah, for sure. uh, you know, Om Omaha, uh, in my opinion is, is, has been, they've surrounded themselves with a lot of great players and a yeah. lot of great staff. So it'll be interesting, but, uh, I can't really cheer for one team. All right. Now, man. <laughs> well, you could. Yeah. Hear first. You could. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Just don't uh, tell anybody. Low, yeah. low profile there, yeah. you know, last thing for me okay. here. Um, what do you envision, um, the league being in the next five years when it comes to like outreach mm -hmm. for the, for the next generation, Nebraska's right. huge with, um, I'm not sure if you know, Tony Carroll, but he's huge. He's huge in Nebraska with youth, uh, women's volleyball. Yeah. Um, what do you think the league can do for the next generation to inspire, you know, yeah. who's coming up to be a part? Well, our, our goal is to be the premier volleyball league in, in the world. And, and, if uh, uh, young girls are, are this is used Nebraska for example, if their uh, if their goal and their dream is to pay, play uh, college uh, uh, volleyball at whether it's Creighton, uh, UNO, or, or Nebraska, then we hope part of that dream is going to be you know to play in our league and p play for the Omaha team. Right. And uh, you know those those are 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 kids that we want to be a big part of our fan base uh, and and grow up. Uh, wanting to play professionally for for Omaha uh, yeah. Supernovas, so uh, and that's going to happen. They're they're going to be at the games. They're going to see the product, and they're they're going to, uh, you know, just like people go to the games and and watch my my son and other NFL players. They're going to go to to the franchises around the league, yeah. young young uh, girls, and so, they're going to want to be like yeah. those. So you're players, trying to make so. you guys are trying to make this like NBA, NFL. Mm. Oh yeah, but national volleyball. Big. That's right. So so maybe yeah. it can be like um, the the league that just started in twenty one can merge like ABA and NBA. And just be under you <laughs> I guys. don't know. We, I, I'm plotting. I'm plotting. We're, we're, <laughs> we feel good about what we're doing, and and we're on on the, a, a road to uh, you know making this a, a a big and better thing each each year. Uh, uh, we, we think we stand alone, and yeah. uh, and as the the Premier League in the United States, and then. Uh, hopefully Premier League in, in the world. So hey, can I sneak one more in here, Josh? You, yeah. you talked about just standing alone. Cause that's, you said you didn't want to use that term. Yeah. He said, we <laughs> think we stand alone. So now I'm curious, what kind of separates you from the other products out there? Because like, if you just, we'll just take yeah. football, for example. You take the NFL and you know what that looks like. Then right. you look at the XFL and it's really about the game experience that makes that different than the NFL. Yeah. Like the, the interviews right. on the sideline constantly. What makes this different? Well, the XFL, and, and I know many coaches in, in that league, you know, they're still in, in the XFL trying to, to get to the NFL. NFL. Gotcha. Whereas in our league, you know, once again, we, we think if you get, if you have the ability to play 
professional volleyball in our league and, and for our teams, then you're, you're already at the top. Wow. And you can make uh, uh, a livable wage. And uh, right. uh, I'm not sure what the XFL and, you know, those type players, I think, once again, they're they're uh, aspiring to, to go to the next level. Right. In volleyball, the, the pro – uh, volleyball federation is the next yeah, level. So this is not semi. No, this, this is, is a pro. this mm. is real. This, yeah, pro volleyball. It's a big and so uh, that's kind of where I think you can separate us from maybe some of the other volleyball leagues and and some of the other sports that you know, like NBA has has uh, I think the D League and the G League and yeah. those type things. Whereas right. you know we don't have any of that. No, this yet is, this is major league volleyball. <laughs> yeah, and uh, real real pro volleyball. Well, look, Jimmy, we appreciate right, you coming man. on. We'll, we'll see you at the first touch. game. There you go. <laughs> First match, oh, right. yeah, for sure, yeah. Thanks, right, guys. Oh man, our guests were, were great Holy today. Holy cow! I, everything I learned, I, yeah, right. I, it's what I tell you all the time, man. Like I, when I'm not an expert in something, I really have to ask a lot of questions. Yeah, that's all good. But though. I feel like I understood everything. Yeah, for sure. You know, like yeah. they really laid it out so that it's it's easy for people to really get a grasp of what they're doing yeah. with the Pro Volleyball right. Federation and beyond with the team now in Omaha. It. It's going to be a special season, yeah. and, I, and after talking to Coach, I'm I'm I, I, amped yeah, up. I want to play for I him. <laughs> I, I'm just I just like the fact that um, when you hear that franchisees own the teams. Yeah, that was new. That you, was new for yeah, me because I didn't yeah. know that that's how it actually went down. I knew. Yeah. People invested in, yeah, like, for sure. you know, were the, yeah. the face of the teams like, yeah. or, or the behind the scenes right. yeah. of, of what these teams are. Yeah. But I didn't realize how many are actually either celebrities or just big names in sports. Yeah, exactly. That's a, an XX, uh, XFL, is, it, is, that, is that owned by one group or Man, how is that? I, I, feel, I, I don't want to even want to answer that question because I don't know. Yeah. I really don't I just, know. I just think that the way that uh, it was explained to us – it's like the NBA. Mm-hmm. It's like the NFL. But it's volleyball. It's at a high level now. And um, Omaha, there's no place like it. I mean, the University of Nebraska always is one of the top five mm-hmm. teams in the country. I'll say top three, to be right. honest. And, and learning more about the roster. I mean, Oregon, Baylor, Wisconsin, et cetera. Like, right. These women are coming from all over, but they're right. coming from premier right. schools. Yeah. Premier volleyball schools. And, you know – Let's just let's just be real. Yeah. Say it say it how it is. Just like coach put it, Omaha will draw the biggest crowd. It will. People are going to want to play at the CHI. Yeah, it will. It will. And not only just yeah. people, as I say, the other teams. Right. I mean players yeah. that are coming into the league and saying, That's Well, right. if I have my option of picking and choosing where I'm, I want to play, I'm going, I'm going to Omaha. Yeah, I mean I think about the Omaha Nighthawks. That was a big thing, but that didn't sustain just because the Nighthawks were taking care of the other teams trying to get mm-hmm. them to get a draw out there. I do I am excited though, just for the fact that um the other owners who are, are, are who are involved you know, they got tons of experience with maintaining a franchise. So I think that I think the league is here to stay in the long run. I can't wait till it's that first trade. I can't wait until that first draft. <laughs> I can't wait until that first game. Experience you know, it with everyone yeah, else. Eight, eight yeah. subs in a game. Yeah, that's going to be great. So Crazy. Give me my Omaha t-shirt right now, my Supernova t-shirt. Can I take this? Should I, yeah, I should right. leave my Can shirt on. One? I should leave my shirt on, right, Val? Yeah, he <laughs> just gave me a thumbs up. Like, don't take yeah. your shirt off, man. Not yet. We don't have those t-shirts in right. yet. But I will be repping. Yeah. A supernova sure. shirt from yeah. January the way to they May. Broke it down to us. <laughs> no, no, no. The, the yeah, whole, I'm a fan. The whole origin story behind yeah. it is just fascinating, and yeah. uh, the the ties to the community and and the way they came about doing it. Because yeah. look, in Nebraska, you, there really isn't a lot to choose from that 
isn't already taken. Exactly. And so they just the research it took yeah, to come to up with this out, name. Yeah. I mean, and it got a secret brains that it. are when smarter say, than mine. Yeah, when you say supernovas, it sounds elite. It sounds professional, mm-hmm. but it sounds and unique. Unique. Yeah, and exactly. nobody else is a supernova. No, there there are kings out there. Right. There are lions. Exactly. You can choose an animal. Yeah. There isn't a supernova. Right. You know who needs some tips from the supernovas? The Washington football team. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're, they're in search. Uh, but, I mean, they, I think they have a, a lot yeah. more baggage to yeah. sift through before they can get to the team <laughs> <funny>. name. <laughs> yeah. Hey, but anyway, for you, man, we appreciate you as a special guest. Kind of talk about Coffee and Cream. What's, oh, thanks, man. What's I going, appreciate yeah, get that. Your, get your plug on. Yeah, so Coffee and Cream on 590 every morning, Monday to Friday, 7 to 10 a.m. I know that means I get up super early. Yeah. I've been up since, I don't know, 5. Eh, You're like, a morning guy, though. I, I don't I, yeah. I, I am yeah, now, yeah. right? I don't know. My watch doesn't really work yeah, too well. Yeah, you got well. my boy the, Damon Benning yep, with you. Yep, the internal clock. Uh, D- Damon Benning's fantastic. There's nobody else like him. The stories that he shares, the things he's ex- experienced through life and how he connects everything back to sports just, and recruiting yeah, and just right. and just kind of just issues, life issues in the world. Like yeah. it, we, I really think we do a great job of combining our personality. I'm Look. You you see coffee and you see cream, which the ironic part is don't 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 sift through color because <laughs> the first part is me and the second part yeah, is him. Yeah. He's the chill yeah, mind he, he put, and yeah, and, sure. and he's the he's the one that brings yeah. flavor to the show and no and doubt. a lot of people love him and rightfully so. He's been here yeah. and and been doing this for so long yeah. and he makes sure that he's always invested in kids and community and never puts aside his real values yeah. for the show. He just sure. brings everything to the show yeah. and that's actually something I appreciate most about him and what, I, what I've taken from him in the short yeah. time that we've worked together. But yes, check out Coffee and Cream every morning. We're live on Twitter, live on YouTube. That's the Herd at Sports and Hail Varsity Radio Twitter pages. It's, uh, it's exciting to be a part of, of us in the morning and just know you're not getting a show like any other. Like I, I'm all about having fun. DB, like I said, he's a little more, he's a little more that chill vibe that yeah. keeps me in check right. more times than not. But <laughs> I, I want people to make I want I want them to feel like they're in the room with us, For like sure. a, at the For table. Sure. I'm not going to use the reference. Everybody says like, "Oh, it's like you're at the bar with your friends." Like, no, I, I kind of want it just to be like you're at, you're at the living room ta- or the dining room table for dinner. Yeah, like you know, you're like, all you're just having house. fun. You're sharing yeah, you're smiles, yeah, and you're and you're passing different dishes exactly. around, and that's what you're trying on the show. Yeah, no doubt. Well, look, man, you heard how you can find it, Michael. We miss you, man. No, I'm playing. <laughs> hey, look. But no, anyway, we had a, gr- a great special guest today. I had a lot of fun with you, bro. Mm-hmm, yeah, man. I appreciate You're the man. It. Coffee and cream. Make sure you check that out. Hey, again, thank you to our sponsor, Omaha Steaks. We really appreciate you guys also. My name is Josh mm-hmm. Jones. Toss him a follow. Yeah, right. Of him too. You mm-hmm. too. You too. Subscribe to Let yeah. It Fly. <laughs> hey, look, I'm Josh Jones. On behalf of myself and my man, Michael Severe, you know how we do it. It's a Let It Fly show.